0: Star Trek 5, the one where Spock's half-brother hijacks the Enterprise to meet God? But it turns out that maybe the real God is the friends we made along the way. Also camping! And hover boots! And I took a break to watch the new episode of Shadowhunters about 45 minutes in because I needed to watch something with a more coherent plot. (laughs) Star Trek! The final draft needed more work.
1: Much the Neutral Zone, a Star Trek podcast by ladies where we talk about Star Trek, loudly, or at least some of us will loudly, and at great (laughs) length, although probably not for this movie because I have no notes. (laughs) I am your host, Crean, joined as ever by Ari. Hello. Kim. Hello. Special movie guest, Elise. Hello. And we are here to talk about Star Trek V, The Final Frontier? Yes. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys... One of my favorite podcasts is How Did This Get Made? Mm-hmm. And I found myself asking that title over and over. How did this get made? How did this get made? How did this yeah. get made? The answer is uh, Shatner. Mm-hmm. Shatner. Yep. The answer is Shatner. Do avail yourself of the Memory Alpha article about this because the... I don't even know what to call it. The schlamozzle that was the creation of this <laughs> film is actually more interesting than the film itself. The kind of back and forth battling between Roddenberry and Shatner is oh. because I think rightfully so, this is kind of a Roddenberry story. Yeah. Who was a hardcore atheist. Yeah. um, And who at some point wrote a book. I'm going to call it The God Point, and I could be more or or less wrong. But it was essentially that. that, Like, God's an alien, it's not real and la-di-da. And so Shatner had read about this book, or Roddenberry had this conversation, like, back in the 60s. Mm. Oh dear. Later, Shatner has an idea for a movie. um, Pitches it to a Very religious producer who's like, well, I appreciate your passion for this, I guess. (laughs) And the movie movie studio ponies up the cash for what is essentially a weirdly collaborative vanity project. Mm. Yeah, That's what it felt
2: like. Yeah, plus Star Trek makes money, and why Mm. not?
1: Not this movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. What I found the weirdest about watching this is that it has what I like best in films with a big ensemble class that are essentially uh-huh. superheroes is the kitchen sink stuff. And it yeah. had such good such. such, yeah. such Even such in the middle stuff. of the action. This, yeah,
3: this movie had really good bones, not the ah. characters. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> that uh, had really good bones,
0: mm. but bad execution. It was so boring. It was, it was oh so boring. Oh my god. I was so bored the whole time. I, like, yeah. no joke, stopped it a number of times. Like, I left it for a day and then actually started watching Shadowhunters partway through the next day. I just started texting you. (laughs) Yeah, I had just (laughs) finished the film at that point, and I was like, yes, it's so
1: boring. But and again, like, talking about the round-shackle production of this movie, sometimes they had minutes to set up a shot before they actually did it. Which, for a motion picture, is Bonkers, yeah, a little
3: bit. I read some of the Memory Alpha, or I was reading something because I went and looked up a bunch of reviews as well. And apparently, there was a writer's strike. Yes, around oh, the time yes. of this as well. Yes, there was, which was a factor
1: in the shitty script. That, that makes, makes a lot of sense. sense. Yeah. I I don't know. Is okay. I'm going to disagree with you, Kim. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't actually think that the core of this story is a good one. Okay,
3: when I okay, let me clarify when I okay. say good bones, there are about four or five interesting (laughs) ideas for an episode. or And this was the thing, is it felt more like an episode. Mm. It felt more like what we were used to getting from an episode rather than a movie. Well, a lot of it's called back to
2: the space hippies.
3: Yeah. But there were three or four probably decent episodes in here. There was... There was, of the original Mm -hmm. series, because we already saw them. (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm saying. So there were, like, some good bones of stuff that could have worked had it been written differently. So there was... Um, the interesting God is an alien in the center of the universe. Sure. Um, with the, whatever Cybox unfleshed out hippie cult is. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing. Sure.
3: Um, there is a story, a really, what I thought was the most interesting part of the story about how well do you really know your friends and hidden emotional trauma. <laughs> and that, like the, the trio stuff was actually like, that's that yeah. was yeah. the most was engaging. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. That was, um, it was good, but yeah. the rest... And then there was so another there. story that could have been interesting in there about the existence of this planet in the neutral zone yeah. that was supposed mm-hmm. to be a, a three-way colony that had fucking failed. Yeah. That, for me, was really interesting because I think it was the first time we've really seen like a darker side to, like, the greater Federation civilization, the fact that something mm. isn't perfect, something isn't utopia, mm-hmm. um, that has had some sort of, like, because everything else we've seen is, like, from Federation has been, like, here's a really nice civilization that has something bad imposed on it from the outside. Whereas this planet has collapsed in on itself, like, from the conditions on the planet. Mm.
1: So that was very interesting to me. I would have gladly watched the space diplomacy adventures yeah. of, like, Sinjin, Sinjin, Sinjin the Fifth, <laughs> yeah. uh, Romulan Lady, and yeah. Drunken Klingon well, for like it, hours. They show up and
0: then are immediately brainwiped. Yeah. And like, yeah. I, it was just, I think part of my problem with this movie and some of the other movies is that they go to too many places, and yeah. so they have to physically pick up and move, and it changes you, you know, it stops the plot, dead in its tracks? There's a lot of toing and froing. Toing and yeah, froing, yeah. yeah. My
1: favorite expression for that. Like, and pick three no, places. Yeah, and there's
0: no like they don't continue the story while no. they're in transit as much as they could. Like, no. it's not the transit isn't part of the story. It's just oh, we have to go
1: to this place now.
0: Yeah, and it lengthens everything so much.
1: And sometimes it feels as if they're not telling the most interesting story that there is on screen, no. because I absolutely agree with you, Kim, surprise, surprise, <laughs> <laughs> that that planet and those ambassadors and their hostage situation
0: yeah. well, it was like, Mad Max meets Holes, like, <laughs> I want to see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> so... When I first started watching this movie, and there's the guy digging the hole. Oh yes, yeah. mm-hmm. the proud, yeah. proud sci-fi
2: tradition started on a crappy desert planet. Yeah, yeah. and then Cybok? Cybok? is that his name? Uh,
1: no, Cyborg's I... I before we knew who <laughs> he
3: was, he was Desert Jesus. Yeah.
1: Mm. I kept calling him not Mandy but Timkin. <laughs> 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 and it took me halfway through the movie to realize that it was not Manny I was like, well, it could be. Maybe I'm just not seeing it in the right light. Anyways, like, at no point did he burst into musical theater songs, so I guess it wasn't him. Mm. I guess, but that shot, that opening sequence is great. Oh, yeah. the opening was fantastic.
2: Yeah. Really good.
0: And the creepy Vulcan laugh, you're like, oh, something. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because yeah.
2: the second you see the ears, you're like, oh, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something wrong. Hair on the back of your neck stands up.
0: Question. Yes. Yep. How did he get on shit planet? I know, without a star. Without sh- a ship. This is where the plot immediately starts well, to fall apart
3: from uh, okay hey,
0: He was banished from Vulcan, so I'm assuming
3: they put him on a ship and was like, get out. Or yeah, they, they but bought he's it been and he's bouncing. Been, he's yeah. been traveling around. Maybe he bought airfare. I yeah, assume but, uh, he
2: smuggled himself there because yeah. he went to, to specifically planets? to do what? Well, because he could get three ambassadors there, and he knew he could attract. Well, and how did the ambassadors starship? get there if not on a starship? Yeah, yeah and so why system. didn't he
0: keep them a hostage and get their starships? Because the Romulan has just arrived. Yeah, so
3: so yeah. they should have been a Romulan ship in orbit at that point.
2: Yeah, but I don't like, know. Unless they so a flyby
3: and transport, like.
2: Bye! Maybe they needed a ship that wasn't full of holes to try the escape through the barrier. Why was, was the that Romulan a problem? Ship getting through the barrier? No. Don't yeah. they always do this in Star Trek? Well, okay, never the galactic core. I thought about that too because there's a moment where Kirk's like, "No ship has ever p- penetrated the barrier," like, and I'm you like, "You have wait wait twice, a minute. at least twice." But that's the the barrier at the edge of the galaxy, not the galactic mm. core. It's wait. So like, well, wait, the universe is a donut? I guess so. No, just the galaxy. The
3: galaxy is a donut. Our galaxy what? actually isn't a With donut? With a barrier on the outside sort and of. a barrier on the
1: inside? Or I mean, is wait, it what? what? Is it a Timbit? <laughs> it's a Jelly Buster. A Jack- <laughs> do you actually, actually want to know? Yeah. Mm. Shit, Kim, let's really think about this. <laughs> do we
2: really want to know? Okay, it, it's not Do we want to know?
1: It's not a donut
2: shape. We live in a spiral galaxy. Well, yes, I know. We live in like, a spiral galaxy. But this is our galaxy that they're talking about. So, like, there probably is some kind of and I'm using air quotes here, guys, barrier Mm. at the edge of the galaxy, but it's probably not, like, something with purple rain, like it was (laughs) in the series. And in the middle of the galaxy, they're pretty sure it's a black hole. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think they knew that, even in the 80s. Okay, hold Uh, on. I think I like better the idea that we live in a giant timbit. Unless unless the center of the galaxy, like, unless they were in a black hole the whole time, and this was just, like, an illusion.
1: Yes? Question? Okay, so... This is positing that at the center of our galaxy there's a barrier. Inside the barrier there is a single planet? Was that the deal? Yep, that mm-hmm. was what we were showing. Okay, us. a single planet in which a creature that is calling itself God but can't leave the planet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. called Shakari. <laughs> Which based based on Sean Connery. Based on Sean Connery, who shoots lasers out of his eyeballs, mm-hmm. but can't leave the planet. Well, so, see,
0: this is the plot line that I was like, well, that would have been
2: interesting if, because it sounds like he's, he's a, a prisoner. Criminal. He's yeah. a prisoner.
0: He's he's There's an ancient is, prisoner it, that was left there.
2: Well, yeah. actually, there is a theory that he is a Cytherian. What's a Cytherian? The aliens that um, made Barclay super smart. And then oh, okay. they had to go and find the floating head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a real deep reference. Because already. they were, Kim got it. <laughs> Actually. But there's, um yeah, but that but doesn't make any sense they were... to base
1: a movie on an alien race well, it, that is mentioned in one episode. It doesn't. Of also, same I think this might be like a
2: retroactive fan theory because yeah, It is not, retroactive. Mm-hmm. I think they're in a couple of novels before Next Gen, I, but not. Oh well, they in canon. <laughs> so, so I'm only glad I read I the only time I've ever seen novels <laughs> where I
3: watched this. <laughs> so I so like, I like the idea of him showing up to find God, only to find oh like, I don't the
2: devil. Like, well... That's that's a very classic... He's chaotic
1: evil mm-hmm. at best.
2: Here's the other thing about this, and again, this is, like, this isn't fan theory, but it's retroactive canon, because they're, like, they leave this movie being, like, well, maybe, maybe God was an alien, except we find later on they firmly establish a creation story in the Star Trek universe during mm-hmm. Next Gen. It's, like, they scientifically know exactly how life evolved on basically all the planets that have humanoids. Mm-hmm.
1: So is it a spiritual thing, or It is is it the founders? It's...
2: Not the actual founders, but, like, a much older humanoid race seeded a bunch of different plants. So, yeah, God
1: is an alien, fine. God is an
2: alien, but in a super scientific sense. So, like, this was not even sort of God. Although, he might have posed as God, I Mm -hmm. guess.
0: But it's like, they never pick a plot line. Like, they have multiple stories that they touch on, but they never... Pick one to yeah. focus on. Are you kind of
2: get the impression that Cybok has been like somehow influenced by this? Yeah, like directly How? influenced, as opposed rather than just like getting like picking up on a myth and following it to the center of the galaxy. Like something like, reached out to him wave. and said,
1: "Hey, Cybok, mm-hmm. you should come visit me." Okay, if that had been the point, that would have been interesting. And from a young age, he'd heard this. Yeah, would explain a lot. I would have loved answer. to see that. But we need more story. We need we do. a little bit more story, and then the stuff with Spock becomes it's kind mm-hmm. of yeah. And you know what? It's really interesting because
2: we know that Vulcans can sense things over long distances if yes, they have the let's yeah. yes. honest, an emotional connection to it. Yeah.
3: So that's so that's why when I say this movie had good bones, yeah, like it could it have do, been. It has a really lot of interesting cool. stuff in there, but it just doesn't do the right stuff
0: with them. It has too many bones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it
2: has yeah. many skeletons. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> a horrifying chimera. Yeah. However, the character stuff is. A plus. Yes. Like, I could just watch the bits of the three of them, like, running around inside the ship, just over and over, screw the rest. Watch the bits of the three of them, like, running around inside the ship, just over and over, screw the rest of the movie. Who cares? Question.
1: And yes, Kim.
3: Why does the Enterprise have a steering wheel room?
1: Great question. I think that's another antique. antique. It's an, an, an antique
2: engraved steering <laughs> wheel. And BT dubs, <laughs> at least one later Enterprise has the same thing. Which one? I think it is the E. Who owns that. A card. A card. I don't remember Fuck that. Uh, okay, my
3: next question. Yes, Kim. Does the steering wheel act up as the backup navigation
1: no. console for <laughs> the ship? I'm going to go with no. Okay. So when I first saw it, I was like, oh, well, that's that's how he's been controlling the ship the whole time. <laughs> he just lets Sulu think that he's driving. <laughs> There's an old beardy guy who lives in this room and the yeah. other guy's everywhere else. Yeah. Like, oh, that's boy. the only... I was like, oh, well, finally... <laughs> The secret is out. (laughs) Sulu can move on with his life. Also, Sulu has not moved on with his life. Neither has Chekhov. Okay, we can talk for ages about Uhura's sexy dance, but I think we can get to... Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god.
2: I had genuinely blocked this thing out. No, you didn't because I showed it to you yesterday. Yeah, but until, yeah, I had forgotten that that existed. I was happier. I never have. It's like that was the best
0: distraction you guys could come.
1: You have with? explosives. Guys, I know some. I'm of gonna you. hold your hand for this because it, there is a <sighs> moment when she was doing her sexy dance. when One of the gross desert people people's like a woman, and then she and the other shoots one is his like, face off. Is she naked? And I
0: was just like, can we?
3: It was so awkward. <sighs> it was so awkward. You have horrifying. sexy cat lady strippers. Th- I mean, oh my! We're talking about her afterwards. Let's f- focus on the sexy dance.
1: Okay, do we want to do that now? The sexy dance? Do we yeah. yeah, let's you. just do okay. it right now and get so it out of the way. she does it with palm leaves? Yes. Palm fronds. Where did she yeah. get those from? Great question. It's the desert. And does she just have them handy in case she needs to do sexy dance? Okay, next point. Yeah. The weird, like, leg swiveling thing that she's doing in the sand, and yes. the way that it shot, like, between her legs as she's in this weird yeah, rattle. Crum- that was rattle.
3: so awkward. You didn't see, like, they were even, like, hiding
1: her knees
3: from view with the palm fronds.
1: Yeah, it it was...
3: was, And she looked, like, sort of weirdly bow-legged in some ways. It was so awkward. Yeah. yeah. And and awful and
2: uncomfortable. It was weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, physically it was bizarre, but also, like, context-wise, it was just
2: weird. Guys, you you have so many explosives on you right Yeah, Yeah, you
3: couldn't explode a tree. You had to do sexy naked woman dancing.
2: You couldn't just point guns at them.
1: um, It's fair enough. And, I mean, I think this is... I think from what we've seen in the movies, one of the first times that a woman is using her sexuality to... As a weapon? As a weapon and to dupe people. Mm. Yeah. So it felt really weird. Mm-hmm. Also, what was she wearing? Like, because she has pants on in this movie, doesn't she? Yep. Yeah.
3: She so she took she, off her pants? She alternates between a, a pencil skirt and pants. Oh. Like, and I like, think... Were we supposed to think she was actually naked under those palm fronds? Uh, she was demonstrably snot. not. hard to say. Yeah.
0: I mean, they clearly thought it was. And was that like her big thing in this movie? Yes. It like, super
2: was. Yes. Yeah. And then that's, she gets brainwashed. Uh, I, yeah.
3: She, she flirts, her two things is she flirts with Scotty and she dances naked. Okay, that's the other
1: thing. Are we supposed to think that Ahura and yes, Scotty are yes, banging? Mm-hmm. No, or no. She that they had an him. unrequited thing. She yeah. wants to bang him and he wants to bang the Enterprise. But he kind of likes her too. He does.
2: In fact, I, there's but not, well, she's brainwashed. Yeah,
1: he, he uh,
2: canonically does have a bit of a thing for her, but I don't mm. think it's... I think it's always unrequited. that mm. thing at the beginning where she, like, brings yeah. him lunch on the yeah. bridge, I was like, oh, they're they dating. They were supposed to go they're on vacation dating. together, mm-hmm. but he, like, noped out at the last second because the Enterprise needed him. Yeah, I was yeah. like, they're dating. Yeah. I don't think they were actually dating,
1: but... Maybe they could have. They could have been. hmm Yeah, but now they never will. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Also, just generally, what the fuck Starfleet? Like, with
2: their, the, 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 what did they do to the Enterprise that it's in such bad shape? So they g- this was the yeah, ship, yeah. this was the new ship, yeah. they got it, it's like they gave them it, but it wasn't, like, done yet, so they gave them a crappy ship, because yeah. it's, like, a political move or something, but it's like, oh, well, it's not quite ready yet. Like, is this movie them just trying to kill Kirk? I mean,
0: maybe, that would <laughs> solve a lot of problems. Because, like, they're, they say, oh, you know, yes, there are other ships, but... We need you. Couldn't another ship just come pick up the
1: experienced captain?
2: No. Nah. No,
1: because what happens when the experienced captain goes onto someone else's ship is Terrible that person things. gets turned into a computer like Well, yes. <laughs> yes.
2: And the ship doesn't usually survive. Also, I don't think the A survives the next movie. What, mm. What's the next movie? Uh oh! Wait, maybe it does because there's still one more. Oh god! No, we, no, we, no, no, the next one. The next one is Undiscovered Country, which is good. That's um, the last one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it gets pretty fucking banged up. But maybe it takes like the whole time between this movie and the next one for Scotty to get it up and running, and then oh. <laughs> but okay,
1: like Elise has asked a very pertinent question: mm. Is Starfleet trying to rid <laughs> itself of James T. Kirk? I mean, is what, what? James T. Kirk trying to rid himself because he's climbing that mountain with nothing? And, uh, okay, excuse yeah. me, yeah. that is not Shatner. Okay, his okay. <laughs> wig no. was a Made no. it. Although, <laughs> apparently, no. yes, Although
2: apparently yes. William Shatner does climb rocks for fun. When that showed up, insane. I was like,
1: okay, this is the greatest vanity project of yes, all time. Yes. Not only am I like young and fertile, like virile, I can fucking climb mountains with my hands. I'm so good. I was, climbing like, the mountain. When I found out nice. climbing the mountains in in is in- the mountain. In
2: fairness, that's like 110% in character for James Kirk. Mm.
1: Do I need like <laughs> okay, but lines and, and, and what are they called? Petons or whatever. No, 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 it's fine. Okay. I've got really grippy shoes. But look at that man's body. Yeah. I don't know he can haul himself up a mountain but like yeah, that. Yeah, but who cares? <laughs> and I don't mean to be mean about that, but, like... My belief can only be suspended by so much. Yeah, uh, and the idea of him climbing that mountain without anything—honestly, I wasn't
2: focusing that closely on the mountain climbing part. Okay, because I knew what was going to happen oh, next. And but I was here's the thing:
1: I have spent a lot of time. Yeah, looking at I Shatter's know your, body. your
2: your fixation on William Shatner's body <laughs> is well documented. <laughs> uh-huh. However, I did not I don't realize. Care. Okay, because the, the way this starts
3: is with the guy climbing the cliff, and you it's don't get he time. becomes the mountain yes he is oh the
1: captain is <laughs> climbing the captain yeah <laughs> fuck you, you
3: <laughs> so and so you don't get a look at the guy's head you no, just sort of see the don't. body so i was like okay who is this and i was like, going through the crew members that could possibly be like maybe maybe it's Ch- like um sulu maybe it's someone we don't know mm. it's possibly supposed to be spock no no and then the, the, the farther up the mountain we went go- we got i was like It's supposed to be fucking Kirk. Mm -hmm. Shatner, you vain piece
1: of shit. What have you done? Of course it's supposed to be Kirk. Of course it is. Okay, Kim, I'm surprised and shocked that you didn't think it was Shatner as soon as you saw that fucking puff jacket. (laughs) I hate that jacket. What puff jacket? The one
2: he's wearing on the the mountain? He's wearing a shirt. There's no jacket,
1: it's like Mm -hmm. a weird polyester
2: shirt. Big difference. (laughs) It's true, because I was looking at the costume Mm. When
1: he
3: was climbing the mountain, he was wearing what was supposed to be like, I'm using air quotes, climbing gear Yeah, Yeah. it's all
1: blue, it's a stupid puff jacket It's not a jacket (laughs) Whatever
2: That's not important (laughs) He He dangerously climbs the mountain until Spock sort of zoops in on his rocket boots I love this sequence, like, forget about the actual mountain climbing part, but I love the three of them together, like, in leisure time. Mm -hmm. I love Kitchen Table. I will watch Kitchen Table to the occlusion of all else if given the option, but this was great. Mm -hmm. This whole camping sequence was, like, the polar opposite of awesomeness of what was in Deathly Hallows. It's like, yes, Mm. give me more camping! Yes. Let's just have a Starfleet camp! (laughs) And I don't know if it's just because the
0: rest of the movie was so boring, but it was so far right above the else there. That's a fair point. a yeah.
2: yeah. maybe it was- has a lot of little pockets of really great stuff, but they're separated by long yawning ch- yawning chasms of how did this even happen? It yeah. was the camping stuff was fun. Um,
3: I thought it went on a bit too long, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shatner. The way he was dressed in the flannel with the jeans, mm-hmm. he reminded me of my granddad. Aww.
1: You get the yeah. feeling that Shatner thinks he's real hot shit for <laughs> like, entire
3: film. I, I felt like that outfit was supposed to be like, I'm a rugged outdoor woodsman, yes. but I'm just like, you look like my grandpa.
1: Or I at least... He climbed a mountain. <laughs> <on> his- <laughs> you Thank pull you. it off better. Thank and I you. honestly believe that you could climb a mountain before he could climb <laughs> I mean... No, but yes. Yes,
2: yeah, before exactly. he could, yeah. yeah, It's just mostly before, the well, like Before or James Kirk. Because I believe James Kirk could climb a mountain, even mm. in even in the shape that he appears to be in in this. Everyone in the future is much better shaped than we are. We <laughs> to hand wave
1: that. All right.
2: Yeah, well. Jean-Luc Picard mm. goes climbing around in tunnels looking for archaeology in his spare short time. shorts. Yeah, I'm saying this is not harder to hand wave to Dex- than <laughs> that. <way. laughs> Oh, oh, do you think they play D&D in the 24th century? Because I hope so. They must. I'm also there convinced. There's an episode of that. Yeah. that they oh, are... play it
0: in the holodeck.
1: They would oh, do it in yeah. the holodeck. It yeah, would be It's so also... not the point of D&D. No.
2: It's to play in your head. But I am also convinced that in the future, they still wear jeans, like even in the 24th century. It's like, I
1: absolutely believe that jeans mm. survive the next 300 years. I think like soft Don't jean shorts survive into the future. Because mm. those are George Thanks. comfy. Yeah. We, Don't say George. What's, it, what's a George? <laughs> The jean two shorts.
3: shorts. It's a stupid meme where you make something out of jean and then change the first letter to a J. <laughs> like, stupid fucking sandals made out of jean and then called them jandals. jandals. I really
1: like
3: that. <laughs> would, oh. like, a jong
1: be a jean thong? Yes. Janties. <laughs> jean socks would be jocks. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, I watched uh, all the way through the credits like I usually do. Mm-hmm. You're a good person. And I came across uh, a lovely little tidbit in that the marshmallow and dispenser were, uh, Done by Kraft.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: the dispenser was apparently something that Kraft (sighs) has—a marshmallow dispenser. What? Because you can't just use your fingers. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So I don't know if they made it specifically for this movie, or if this was something that they had available. Like, could you buy marshmallow dispensers? Like, I would like to know. I would
2: like to know this to (laughs) eBay. (laughs) (laughs) I just—I love the camping, not just because I love kitchen table, but because they actually. the, 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 the through line, like the running jokes that start in the camping. Are the most consistently plotted mm. thing in the entire movie. Yeah, and the emotional beats—the same, yeah, like all him of it. thinking he's going to die alone. Yeah, the whole and... circular thing where yeah. he's like, "I'm going to die alone," and his so two stupid. best friends slash husbands <laughs> in the entire world are like, "Fuck that!" We're mm. never ever taking our eyes off him. Understood? What's, Understood. What
1: a stupid thing to say! I'm going to die alone. You,
2: Captain, he a says, spaceship in a cheerful voice across a campfire <laughs> there on your are vacation.
1: Four hundred people on the ship with you at any given time. Except he, he thinks he's not going to die there. But here's the thing.
2: It's invincible. He does die alone. He does he's not good. die alone. He does. The he's card alone. Card is with him. No, well, okay, but arguably he's already dead at that point. But like when he dies he... on the Enterprise B, he's alone. That's
3: true. He just gets sucked out of a. Technically, deeping, deeping he's right. The of the ship.
2: He does die alone. That's
1: the way so... Kirk would have wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <no>. But like, he <laughs> broke a lease. <laughs>
0: Yep. I will spare Kim my thoughts. I think that's probably for the... I think we're both (laughs) thinking. Do not make me kick you again.
1: (laughs) Face first into a gaping
0: hole.
1: (laughs) Space squirrelry hole.
0: (laughs)
3: Whoa! (laughs) Why do you do this to me? Have you met me? I have, and I question why we're friends every time
1: you do. (laughs) Okay, I want to go back to the brothers, like, hoodoo business. Like... So he's like, I want to eat your pain. And then shows them a real bad moment of their lives. Like, Mm -hmm. McCoy killed his dad. Oh, I really wanted to stab Cyborg in the face trying to No, he for sure made the right decision.
2: Well, yeah, but, like, I hate Cyborg. Mm -hmm. I hate him. I wanted him to die. Because all he does is make people feel terrible. Is he only ever mentioned in this one movie? Of course he is. And then he's dead.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, my mysterious half-brother? No, brother?
2: Sarek mentions him maybe once, much later in passing, but mm. not to Spock.
1: I would love to, to the cards in the next movie, like, oh yes, I had that other son. <laughs> should, <laughs> should have mentioned that. Before. <laughs> <laughs> we banished him. Yes, my bad, I suppose.
3: But it does make sense that Sarak had another wife. Because, this like, is after Amanda? This is pre-Amanda. This is before Amanda. So to be to this because princess. he would have... Well, he, she, died. she died. So he would have had... An, as a Vulcan, he would have had an arranged marriage yeah. okay. to deal with the whole Pon Farr situation. So when it shows up, you have a fiancé and you can just get married and start banging immediately when you need to. So that's probably what happened. And then she died. Sure. So he was free to go off and like, I need Follow another wife. Start. Here's a human that I love. Let's get
2: married.
1: Does Vulcan have a royalty? Yeah, probably. Well, they have people they
2: call princesses, but it's also possible that's, like, weird universal translator nonsense, so who the hell knows? I think Mm. there is supposed to be some sort of, like... Sort of, yeah. uh,
1: Societal hierarchy thing. They definitely
2: have, like, important families because Fox is one.
1: Yeah, Mm. but that's not the issue that I would like to talk about. Mm. I would like to talk about the fact... Of the clunky ass reveal that Cyborg is Spock's half brother. Oh, they're so stupid, so badly handled. He is my brother. Well, we're all brothers. <laughs> no, he is a literally my brother. What do you mean? Well, he's not it was really like a my brother. First joke. He's my half brother. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. It's so the writing in this is not good. No. Like if you did another pass at it. And then went back and hired a different writer? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it was a really weird
2: tone, that whole scene in the brig. Although, I mean, there's parts of it I liked. Like, for instance, I absolutely believe that Spock would just not think it was relevant to mention that he had a Mm half-brother. Although Kirk and Bones... Well, Kirk is like, "Uh, you definitely should have told me all your darkest secrets. And Bones is like, no, no, I'm with Spock on this one. Mm -hmm.
1: I do love how... Kirk forgets that he had a real brother. Yes! Oh my, oh my god. god! I saw George! Poor, poor George. <laughs> when, when that
3: happened, I was like, oh good, he's bringing up the past. Oh nope, nope. no, 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 nope. no. Fox's brother, that's nope. what he did. They married. are literally
1: never they mentioned again. His brothers. And what
2: happened to the ginger nephew? Still no idea. <laughs> the
1: unwanted ginger nephew. So in the original series, uh-huh. Kirk has a brother who is murdered by a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> There's like yeah, okay, I believe it. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> they're, more, they're more like like horrifying fried like eggs. pizza bug, fried pizza egg bats. things. Yes. Pizza bats
1: pizza bat. but yeah they,
2: they, he was like a science, fly. science on
1: a colony mm. and well they were all killed and
2: only kirk's mm. nephew
1: survived mm. yeah his nephew survived and he's like this he, grotesque redhead and he, he got hey. like he got like two lines too yeah and then he's they like, never spoke to him I again and kirk's i guess like, he like
2: Oey. dumped him on earth and never thought about it was he that? a child or was, yeah, it he was, an child. Child. He was like 12, 12 years 13. old
1: 13
2: yeah 13 12 13 did he
0: have
1: other family nope just kirk not
2: canonically
1: just Kirk. His but mom like, died too and yeah. she died horribly. Oh, yeah. In episode. Yeah. And the point where Kirk is like, Oh, I had a I had a brother too, and you're like, Oh, oh George.
2: Yeah, poor nope. George. Nope. nope. I was lucky, I got him back. I mean, oh. like on the what? like I'm like, Oh, that's so sweet. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> I mean George is long dead. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And Kirk said that they didn't really get along.
2: No, but
0: they were still they all close. So great. Even when you have
3: relatives that you don't like, like, a sibling that you were... Spock was raised with Cybok. That's a huge thing to leave out of talking about something. Like, I have step-siblings
2: I don't like. I talk about them. (laughs)
3: Karina, I think, has siblings she doesn't like as much. She still talks about
2: them. Like, (laughs) Like, you're not a Vulcan, though. And this Mm. isn't even, like, life-threatening information like the Ponfar. (laughs) Yeah, like, I could see it not coming up in conversation. Especially since he was banished. He didn't, like, run away from home. He was straight up
1: banished. Yeah, but why didn't he, like, send him a postcard or something? Because he was banished. (laughs) Well, but Spock doesn't belong to Vulcan anymore. He's on Starfleet. Yeah, but he's not, like...
2: Banished either, like he still has ties to Vulcan. Whereas, yeah, but in Romeo's brother yeah, when they were banished, shamed the house of Spock so badly that they like wiped him from the like, history of Vulcan or whatever. He is the worst Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. There's at least, I mean, they don't mention that. Like, there's probably a more more Vulcans than you would think that reject the. There are, yeah, because there's one mentioned in *Voyager*.
3: I think there's mentions in *Voyager*. I believe there was an episode in. It Enterprise? Enterprise, where Probably, they find yeah. a ship full of like smiling Vulcans and oh, T'Pol, like I just approve of all of your life choices.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like you get the impression that there is at least a fairly large minority of Vulcans who do reject the no emotions thing, mm-hmm. and I guess also get banished.
1: Okay, his plan was just so I can get this straight: is to go to Planet Good Times,
2: <laughs> Planet Disaster.
1: Manipulate the cat strippers. I don't think the cat strippers figured into it. And, no, the cat strippers were definitely a part of it. And the bald, toothless hole. Oh, he had teeth. Minions? He had three.
2: He had some teeth. He had okay, three teeth. so he gets
1: the hole diggers. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. gives them super soakers mm-hmm. that they never use. Yep kidnaps one of my favorite actors of all time, Sinjin, Sinjin, St. Sinjin. Who was that actor? I recognized him, but I couldn't I tell you no what idea. he was in. He's in everything. He's one of those British actors Who from British w- actor camp. Yeah. <laughs> He's totally splendid, and I would have, Gladly given up everyone in that cast to just watch him. <laughs> also, the Romulan ambassador I who I was. She
3: was amazing. She just walked in. She's like, "What up, bitches? Let's yeah. fix shit." I'm new and yes. still got my and still like not cynical. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and they didn't make me get the Romulan haircut. And the yes. on is just sitting there like drinking, like I'm done. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So he had a redemptive
3: arc,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Cord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Who is was that actor? He looked familiar. I don't know.
0: Does he play another Klingon? right now. Yeah, probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, those three would have been an interesting plot. Yeah. Right?
1: And, that- and why not make it about their um being hijacked? Sinjin Talbot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sinjin St. Sinjin. <laughs> yes. Charles
2: Cooper was Cord. Who Caitlin played Sin Dar? Uh his name is David Warner. The Romulan lady was Caitlin Caitlin Dar. <sighs> uh okay,
1: yeah. But Okay, and he brainwashes them by showing them the shittiest moment in their life, in and taking away the pain, eating their pain. It's
3: like
0: a fear exorcism
3: kind of thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I think it probably. I mean, was he touching them? Was it something mind meldy?
1: Yeah, I think it was. There so. was definitely yeah. like there a was mind definitely mind meld mild- yeah. involved. So he eats their pain, and then they're like, "Thank goodness!" I really wanted to know what Holdigger's secret pain was. Mm-hmm. Like there was Maybe one it was time because the hole that got away. <laughs> well, he. Well, he- <laughs> No,
3: both of you, I hate you. Um, hole digger does I, like, saying he's
1: a hole digger. He ain't messing he, with... We ain't messing with no backhoe digger. So when, um,
3: uh, Desert Jesus comes on him for the first time, or yeah. comes upon him... <laughs> Stop, you're infecting me. That is the splash pick I did not want. Um... He says he's like the reason he was going to shoot him is he says this is all I've got. So mm. like my hole is his whole his field of holes. So like his secret, much fame.
1: like the YouTube song, he is a mole digging in a hole. <laughs> what do we know about mole people? Never trust a mole person. Oh, this
2: is the worst. I love it. <laughs> Seeking to elevate his soul, what he has really? no
1: self control. I,
2: I actually I really know. enjoy the scene where all the ambassadors are sitting around the table going,
1: "His job's Just Sucks. Oh my god. Cream. It's higher now Cream. in the sky and make yes. it feel like he can fly so high. Is that song
3: about this
1: movie? Yes. No. Yes.
2: No. 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 Anyway. Grimy Space Bar. Yeah. Whoo-
3: <laughs> where we see the
2: only commercial I remember ever seeing in the Star Trek universe. Hmm. What about the Yellow Pages commercial in the last episode? No, I mean like an in-universe start like it? commercial in the Federation.
1: There are a lot of cats. Okay, this Cork movie clearly saw star wars i was like yeah I don't like that, was that. that was the cantina. that was the cantina with shittier okay shittier
2: special effects yeah do. can what? we talk about the three-boobed cat stripper oh do we have oh. to i thought yeah, we, yeah, we can. can can we be done <laughs> no. she has three boobs it what is the
1: total recall that's the movie yeah. i watched right, right. where that's, there's that's, all the boobs? yes that is what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah was
2: that before or after this oh that was after that was in the 90s
1: like this, this, w- this, is doesn't this is 1990s. This is when. This makes no. sense for a cat.
2: 1990? No. Yeah. Yeah, then it predates. No, especially totally not the called. way they were laid no. out. If you were like,
3: going to do, like, have a cat lady and have her she'd have, have multiple. six, booths, like,
1: yeah. two downs. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not okay. across. You, know, this is how you can <laughs> tell the women didn't
2: design this costume. our resident lesbian Yes.
0: How can I help? <laughs> help an asexual
1: out what would it, you like to know about yes, boobs? Yes, thank you so much. If they were stacked, like, three up and down, mm. or even, like, six, mm. is that sexy? I mean no oh, I guess it depends what your thing is. I mean
2: the they've sex- done it in Star Trek or sex- Star Wars. Yeah.
0: We're in Star Wars.
2: Uh Cantina scene. Oh. <laughs> the spectrum must be so much more complicated in the Federation because yeah. then you have aliens. Yeah. Okay, but homosexual. <laughs> no yeah. If I can
0: weigh in as the resident bisexual, yeah. no, it's not sexual. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like
2: okay. <laughs> well, okay. Ari,
1: (laughs) I am also not qualified for this. (laughs) Yeah, like I guess putting your head on it could be nice. Yeah, all I could think about,
2: all I could think about, was the structural considerations. Yeah, the way this is arranged makes
0: no No sense. sense. That's the thing is, like, all I could think of was like biologically. No, no, no.
2: no. So there should be rows, like vertical rows. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, like a landing. Well, like the thing is, though, asking. these two is, is not <laughs> relevant anyway. Because we have no way of knowing if they're attracted to aliens. This is true. Right? So we don't know.
1: Well, we I'm, I'm just interested know. in kind of going around the room engaging in well, Okay, here's
2: here's the other thing to consider is that the people who is designed that costume were probably heterosexual men and mm-hmm. they just got more books okay, the better. And, and, okay.
1: okay. Okay, guys. Mm. Not so much the neutral zone on the streets. (laughs) Talking about heterosexual men about their sheets.
2: Raise your hand if you could not give a fuck what heterosexual men think of Star Trek. Well, but I'm really (laughs) interested in that (laughs) boobs
0: thing. Yeah, like is that
2: sexy? Yes, I I want to talk to the costume
0: designer. I mean, to be honest, it would be fun to like move around. (laughs) Like Like, imagine, like (laughs) (laughs) to be be uh, fair, uh, that's uh, how I feel about boobs in general. Is like they're not inherently sex. They're just kind of fun. <laughs>
2: Much like toggles. <laughs> I want to talk to the costume designer. Because there has to have been at least one meeting where they looked at this and went, mm, mm. Mm. tilt their heads to the side. Mm, mm. Could use another boob. Yes. Where? Where would we put it? Right in the middle. <laughs> I mean, I assume it was purely, like, a how easy is this costume to get on and off consideration, but it's still bananas. No, it's it's
1: for sure, like, supposed to be, and I'm going to use this word, and I'm going to feel real proud about myself later, titillating. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. I love myself (laughs) so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I'm, like... I really want to delve into that. Okay, that's as I much think, delving. Like, just thinking about the
2: costume, it's
0: probably yeah. just a bra where there's a another, another boob in the yeah. middle. Yeah. I and so. it just
2: slots over the boobs. I assume so because the way that like the weird lacy feathery things are, it's like
1: yeah, it's just sort of tucked in between mm-hmm. her regular. No, two. No, I am going to divert on because it's also shaped really weird. No, yeah. I'm going to say that it was actually something that went over top of her actual boobs, and it was like a three boob. Oh, it was a yeah. yeah, like a plate that she put. That yeah, be I would. But it looked
3: them. like more like something that was over, top. over top, yeah, yeah for sure. Because they yeah. did not
1: purely technical Wiggles. considerations. No, no, uh, they were rock hard. Yes,
2: <laughs> true. They did not. Although I no. mean, we move. don't we don't know cat people anatomy. Maybe that's normal for them.
1: Well, okay, Elise, as our resident lesbian <laughs> and cat owner. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Again, how can I help? <laughs> Tell me all that you know about cats. <laughs> There's six of them. And they're in two rows, so nothing like that. So I think we can write this one off. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> put a tick mark next to it.
0: As a lesbian and cat
2: owner, uh. <laughs> we should get a little sticker
1: of like that. Yeah, and you can say, "No, no, wait, wait, stamp." Okay. It has to be a stamp. Oh yeah, approved <laughs> a- or disapproved. Yes, Kim yes. has yes. died.
0: Yeah think we've oh, killed Kim.
1: Unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you need a minute?
3: I can't get back up. Well, you're gonna have to, man,
1: so... <laughs> Let me eat your pain, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about... Again! I just want to roll back to that. You tell no. him your shittiest moment, he makes you relive
2: it, and then <laughs> he takes the pain. Yeah. What does
1: that mean? No, I think no he
2: idea. he brainwashes them, to be honest. Makes you He's, feel it better. Sounds like... Yeah, I'm yeah. with bones. It's fucking brainwashing. Yeah,
1: so... He, he he's brainwashing though yeah it in, the, like brainwashing, in the original yes. script um in that moment with scanlan or whatever the hell his name is it's not scanlan cyborg, <laughs> cyborg, uh, cyborg, close enough cyborg? watch
2: a lot of critical role now guys
1: yeah so when cyborg kind of like tempts spock and mccoy to the dark side in the original script they were gonna send kirk packing so you say that again in the original... <laughs> okay, feel free to cut out my <laughs> saying this the second time without Kim listening. <laughs> In the original script, when Cyborg, tempts Spock, and McCoy, yeah. they turn to Cyborg's side and send Kirk packing.
0: Okay. Where were they going to go from
2: there? What were was they they gonna their plot? plot? I think it
1: was like Kirk mostly on his own,
2: but... Because the whole... The only thing that holds this movie together is... As Cyborg says, the bond between them is too strong. Yeah. The bond between the three of them, <clears throat> um, married, yeah. is too strong to be broken. Yeah. So, so and that's the why it way, doesn't work. Ultimately, yeah. is because Cyborg's yeah. like, "Let me take your pain," and Bones is like,
1: "You know, it's fine." So yeah, narratively, but realistically, so Nimoy and Shatner have essentially mutually assured destruction clauses in their contracts, <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> which gives them a. Stupid amount of veto power over what they will or will not do, or what one gets then the other has to get. Yeah, I who, saw that. Who directed this?
3: Uh, Shatner. I, yeah. was, I I was reading yeah. this on. The, I was skimming yeah. through the masses of trivia on this, and yeah. one of them was like, they have these clauses. So that yes. if, if one does something, the other one has the opportunity. And because yeah. Nimoy directed, level. they had to give Shatner the opportunity. So Nimoy apparently told Shatner like, you should take that and actually direct a movie,
1: as was Shatner wanted to do. So I feel okay. I feel semi-bad for Shatner, because there were a lot of things that hindered the production of this film, including the fact that ILM did not play for this one, so they hired some guy out of a closet in New York to do the special effects. They got a shitty special effects company, and really bad. And as
3: a result, not that
1: many special effects Mm Apparently,
3: most of the special effects have been cut out, because they were so bad. There's apparently
1: a battle with, like, rock men that was so terrible that they cut it out of the entire movie. Yeah, it's fine. This movie didn't really
2: need much in the way of, like, flashy special effects. because
1: okay. When there are, like, explosions or people firing different weapons, it looks like a tiny child toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they built and then but used. Honestly, I don't really, like,
2: no one watches Star Trek for action fights. <gasps> and if they do, they're fucking doing it wrong. But, like, I, 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 like, I knew that it wasn't as shiny as it normally was, but I didn't really care because I don't really care about that in Star
0: Trek. Well, so many other things were so much worse that I yeah. wasn't really. Yeah, attention.
2: it's like I'm gonna notice like incoherent storytelling before mm-hmm. I'm gonna notice anything else. I'm gonna notice, Uhura's and I'm weird, gonna forgive a lot. Dance. Yeah, that's fair. And, and I'm gonna her forgive a lot
1: in the sand with the heel mm-hmm. of her Yeah. Wood. Okay,
2: let's move beyond that. We can. And we
1: can't. I will forgive a lot for kitchen table. And this movie had a lot of kitchen table. Would you say that this movie was competently directed? <laughs> was it directed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I'm going to go with you first. <sighs> uh,
3: no. I don't think it... Well, adequately
0: directed. How about okay. that? Okay, Elise? I, I think it... I mean, from looking at the film, I would say there's a lot lacking, mm-hmm. and but there's so many things where that... Like, there's so many points where that could have come from that it's hard to tell if it was directed on set, but there were so many problems with the script mm, and with the work story holding. and that uh, they would have piled long before then, so I'm just going to back away from that
2: question. Oh. oh, I see. I see how this <laughs> is. Ari? I think, okay, there's a caveat here in that I think the character stuff with the trio was very adequately directed. The rest of it was it felt like It could have been very poorly directed, but they had stripped the story down so hard that there really wasn't much left to ruin. Mm. Like, the actual central plot of this story is
1: negligible, I guess is the right word? Okay, but here's the, here is my problem with it. It's a contrivance, like the no, f- central hey, plot. No, is contrivance. the actual story, and I'm gonna—it's not go back to agreeing with Kim, which is weird for me. <laughs> but the actual idea of there is this universal God or this mm. universal good that I'm willing to do anything to to commune with, to go with, to talk mm. to, and it turns out to be a false god, yeah, like a false prophet. I'm
3: there for that. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, having 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 like Cybok having his faith challenged, mm. challenged and then defeated. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's
1: not introduced early enough.
3: That- it's why I said so many yeah. different operatives, there's so much good stuff that they could have used and they
1: didn't. So, like, if, like- they'd, if they'd started that. But it, it also, it can't just be about Cyborg, though. Cyborg. It has to be about Kirk's faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has to be about his faith in McCoy and his faith in Spock. Mm-hmm. It has to be about his faith in what the universe is. It has to be their story as well. Yeah. I think uh, that part
0: happened. Not, no. No. I think, like, if that was the story they wanted to go with, they should have cut out that planet entirely. Like, it has no relevance to that plot. They should have just had Cybok show up, being like, hey, brother, it's been a long time.
2: Let me
1: just mind-wipe some of your friends, and away we go! Well, I would would give you Crap Planet Hmm. if there was a scene of him convincing, independently, the Romulan lady, Mm. the Klingon lady, and the human person into saying... This is something that we have always. This planet represents the unification of these three disparate people, and mm-hmm. this isn't working because we we founded it on like okay, we're talking political about
2: agreement. Nimbus, you're not God planet,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. crap yeah, okay. planet. So because that we based it on politics, but there's something deeper that all mm-hmm. three of us share. Mm-hmm. Something and fundamental. It's a yeah, exactly. And so That's we episode. are going on. I know I'm convinced all of you um, s- diplomats who have lost faith. Mm-hmm. That there is a faith that we can go forward yeah, and know, we are going to chase that. Having yeah. both the the search
2: for the universal deity or whatever, you don't also need the brainwashing. Like, you don't need the the taking the pain. Like, you don't need both of those things and they don't really, like, they sort of happen parallel to each other but they don't really ever connect.
1: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you can have the taking the pain nonsensical stuff but it, that has to be a theme Mm-hmm. And they kind of say it offhand, well, being pain is human or being... Well, well Kirk says whatever. that. Okay. He's like, I, want, I need my pain.
3: Yes, Kim. Okay, so the taking the pain stuff, it ha- had... Cybok had more of, like, a cult rather than people yeah. he find. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, a religious thing where, you you know, you share with the members of your church and yes. you can draw strength from each other, et cetera, et cetera, but all centered around the fact that it has to be part of your religious movement. Mm. There's, like, that whole idea that how can you be, like... It sort of pervades say, like, how can you be a good person without God? How can yes. you do this without God? Yes. And reaching the conclusion that you can be a good person without God, you can do the right thing, you can yeah. share, you can have yeah. this emotional connection
2: without God. Because mm-hmm. that's clearly the conclusion they're trying to give you at the end, but they never, they don't lead up to it, it just sort of comes. Well, I think this is exactly what probably
0: happened on the script, is they have yeah. all these ideas mm. and all these <laughs> themes, but they don't all fit in one movie. Yeah. And... It was either like that is either a multi-episode arc, yeah, or they needed to chop half of them and stick with
2: one. Yeah, pick for one the thing. Movie. There were too many things in this movie that weren't connected to mm-hmm, each other. They yes. just kept because I guess they sounded cool.
1: And again, like the actual theme of this movie, if you think about it, is hella dark. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you thought you were looking for God? Oh, actually, it's just Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I everything you believed in is destroyed. But the overall tone of the movie is kind of hokey. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of goofy, like this, like the
3: the part where like Scotty is like, I know this ship like the back of He's my head, a- and turns yeah. around and walks into a pillar. Yeah. Like that, that was like, I mean, I laughed. Don't mm. get me wrong, yeah. like, and it, hard. I, but that like, actually
2: does follow with how much he fucking hates this ship. But like. Mm. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of weird mismatch. It's like I could see, yeah. and now we're doing that thing that we always do with Star Trek is where we're like, this could have been really, <sighs> really coherent and really great
1: if only they had, like... Because yeah, you have the thing with, that you could make some argument that Kirk's like, oh, I'm going to die alone. And, you know, Soreback or whatever his name is. It could be like, well, you Psylocke. don't. Because... <laughs> You die with, with your deity, and your yeah. deity is always with you. It's like, you. you're
2: never alone because
1: God. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but, but Kirk's
2: thing is like, I'm never alone because I have my friends, my family. Yes. Which is like, and again, it's like at the end, they turn around and they stare at the camera, and they're like, you're never alone. Mm-hmm. And I liked that, because, but not because the movie led up to it in any kind of satisfying way, just because that's how it's always been with the three of them.
1: Well, it, the, you said the... I found theme, that convincing. The theme of this movie is friendship is magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, yes. Yeah,
2: Yeah.
1: it's like if if they had
2: if Cyborg had had, killing magic, (laughs) if Cyborg had had an established cult. If the cult's theme had been established in any way apart from if let me take, take more, your pain and then you can do whatever if I they say. had more teeth, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But like, if he had come with followers, if he had explained, if there his was goals, a large
1: Starfleet or intergalactic conspiracy yeah, of people in high places who believed mm, in his mission, yeah. if, if he and was were known manipulating under, certain yeah, things to allow him to go yeah, into this, and if center, he was
2: known for years under a different name as some kind of dangerous terrorist, and Spock just never yeah. worked out, th- or maybe he suspected it was his brother what all this time. time. Just have him as the head of a large alternative Vulcan movement. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Spock did know about that, but he was so ashamed of it that that's why he never told anybody. And, like, the whole the whole point of, the only point I can think of of making Cyborg Spock's brother instead of just some random vulcan rogue Vulcan is that it puts a person in the movie that Spock will not like, someone that that Spock might potentially betray Kirk for. And as far as Spock's concerned, that's exactly what does happen. He does betray Kirk by not killing him. Yeah. But, like, it's not emotionally convincing
0: no. at all. None of that was convincing, like, how he took over the Enterprise with himself and his one 3 tooth dude. Yeah. yeah. Where he, like, even though they're running on low Starfleet officers, like, like less than a skeleton crew or whatever. I mean, there were so many opportunities that in any other movie yeah. he would have been stunned or like.
3: Yeah, well, uh, yeah and like
2: Vulcans don't have like mind control powers at a distance. They no. have to
0: touch you. The
3: yeah. thing that drove me the the most nuts about that is when Cywalk has taken over the ship and he does his, like, video announcement to the crew of, like, I'm in charge <laughs> and here's our new mission. All of those crew members were not under his influence yet. No. They Where's just the stood gang there? of them like, well, let's go and take this ship back because we've
0: just been hijacked.
3: Their yeah. yeah. uh, facial
1: expression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their facial expressions. Well, well, that's our captain now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially,
0: maybe they've just had so many switchovers. They're
2: like, meh. That's like, if, if he had done boss, that.
1: Same as the old boss. That's the other
2: thing is that Cybox, apparent, like, commitment to to not to non-violence, mm. even though violence inevitably results. It's like he doesn't want bloodshed. He doesn't want anyone hurt. He mm. just wants everyone to do as he says. He wants to convince them. But A, he's not really convincing them. B, the non-violence doesn't make sense, and it wouldn't work in the context that they mm. show it working in. Yeah. Like, Obviously if some random dude comes onto the ship and he's not even threatening violence at this point like if he's standing on the bridge with the, a gun to Kirk's head then I buy the crew doing what they're told but he doesn't he puts him he puts Kirk and his two husbands safely in a room and says just stay there it'll be fine mm-hmm. And Let nothing. me touch all of you, yeah, <laughs> one by one. But I don't think he even brainwashes everybody. Somebody just literally crew. needed to punch him in the face, right? Yeah. And, and I wanted to several times. And unfortunately,
1: no one did. Okay, I have a question,
2: by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in the scene where Sybok is trying to brainwash uh, Bones and Spock to yes. turn them against Kirk, yes, how much of what is happening is are the non-targets seeing? Because I'm I still feel like not all, of it.
0: sure. Yeah.
2: it it. In the movie, it felt like they were watching.
1: It, yeah, yeah.
0: But that doesn't make sense to what we've seen. He's previously. not touching. Yeah. All
1: brainwashed. Yeah, all brainwashed
2: at the same time. He did a three. way Like part. the way that Vulcan three way. Yeah, so he did brain three
1: powers way. Powers were actually. Although on the other hand, very ambitious. On well, the other hand, they're <laughs>
2: <independently>. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we also know that Vulcan abilities. You don't necessarily have to touch people. It just makes it more effective, especially in cases where, for instance, you've already mind melted with a person. So I mean, maybe it's possible because the only way that they could be seeing that stuff is if Cyborg has pulled them into
1: a mind meld. Mm. Yeah, sure, sure. I, can, sure. I
3: can I can go with it that yeah. they're all yeah. collectively experiencing yeah. Bones' yeah. father dying. Yeah. Can we all talk about Sean Connery Jesus? <sighs> Are we talking about Cyborg? Or are we talking about the guy on the
2: center We're of we talking about God. the giant floating head. Okay. Zardon, Zardos. What was the name of the guy from Power Rangers, the floating head is it Zardon? I don't know. Zardon? I wasn't allowed to watch Zardone. Power Rangers. Zardon. Zardon. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I looked it up Remember during you the movie. Watch Power Rangers? No, my Poor, mom wouldn't let me. Poor me. That, yeah. that was an amazing yeah. show. I also wasn't allowed to watch Sailor Moon. What? Okay, that makes no sense. Okay, it my also violent,
0: my opinion, I my opinion, opinion
3: on your mother has just changed a lot.
0: They were just reading articles of like Zordon. Zordon, that's what I'm calling him. Those articles that come out that say this show is so violent, and some kid kicked this kid and killed
2: that kid because they watched this show. Kids kick each other. Get over it. it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Zordon.
1: God turns out to be a giant floating head who's kind of an asshole. Mm -hmm. I like how giant floating floating head head of the galaxy doesn't even try to slow play. it. He's like, welcome, child. So you've got a ship, right?
3: (laughs) I really like that he was like, he's like. Oh, they think I'm God. I'm God. <laughs> yes. take me with you. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Except he's clearly like specifically manipulated Cybok here. Mhm. And like he? I think he has like all the all the all the cues seem to be indicating that what little there was in this particular movie. But yeah, Zordon is like, "Uh, can I get on your ship? Can you give me a lift back to the nearest gas station where I will take over the galaxy?"
3: <laughs> I really enjoyed like, he's just given this request, everyone's just, like, in anticipation, and Kirk, just in the background, puts up his finger, and... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse
2: me! <laughs> I'm <God. loved> that. <laughs> Kirk. Angry atheist. I love <laughs>
1: that, that was great. Yeah. That was my favorite part yeah. of the whole movie. Especially since McCoy is like, well, shit, that is God, looks exactly like I would have yeah. Yeah.
2: <sighs> Bones has always been surprisingly credulous. Spock is standing there going, well, this is interesting, but it's clearly
1: insane. Yeah.
2: But yes. Bones is always swayed by emotional reasoning more than anything else.
1: And by a really good laser light show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because
2: that's like, they're the three points on a spectrum, right? Is that Spock is logical. triangle,
1: you could almost say. Right?
2: Or <laughs> that. Is that Spock is the logical one and Bones is the, the emotional <laughs> one and Kirk sort of balances between them. And right. that is their relationship. Mm-hmm. And they definitely played that when they met God at the center of the galaxy. So that's a real thing that happens in this movie. <laughs> it I really guess. is, except that it's not God. It's like a and it shoots them with lasers out of its eye. Yeah, angry alien, mm-hmm. and then turns into angry fog. Yeah, yeah. Is that what happened? And then they mm-hmm. escape, right? Yeah. Because Cyborg yeah. tries to mind meld with him and gets exploded and damages God. No, Cyborg does
1: it on purpose. Yeah, 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 to kill him. Yeah, yeah. to kill him. But to then, like give them time to escape. But
2: then the Klingon ambassador, uh, like
3: Klingons up and orders the yeah. cap, the rogue captain to phaser them to death.
2: Man, why haven't I been using that as an expression my entire life? What? what? Cling, cling on, on up. up. <laughs> it's so That's much better bad. than like man cowboy up, up or men up. Fuck, cling on up. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I wasted my life. Large <laughs> <ceremonial> <laughs> <sword>. get, your, <laughs> right. get your leather, get your bat left, go to war. Eat his heart. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yep. Damn. Huh. Wasted my life. So what happens at the end of this movie? Um, Cyborg Injures God, takes him down to, like, five hit points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Klingon ambassador uh, beams over to the Klingon ship with Spock.
1: Kurt climbs another mountain.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then Spock shoots God with the Klingon ship. Gotcha. It's. Yeah. Pr- I told you this movie what was bananas. What happens at the very end of this movie? They go camping again. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, and they, they uh, do the
3: same thing. they row, row, master row, row, the round of row 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 your boat. Hey, yeah. okay, well, because symbolism. they are now in emotional connected, full, so oh, fully open with each other, and emotionally connected in new ways that they weren't before. Man. Shut up, Billy. <laughs>
0: no, I'm, I'm not laughing at anything specific. <laughs> I'm just laughing at how ridiculous. <laughs> I this thought movie you
1: had somehow not. made that
3: dirty the way you were snickering. I mean, they Please true. don't. <laughs>
1: So, uh, performance of the episode, Ari. Oh, Jesus, come back to me.
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to give it to Jesus.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, performance of the episode, Kim?
3: I am giving it to, uh, Shatner, Nimoy, and DeForest Kelly
1: as a trio. Same. So, Hey, here's, copycat! <laughs> here's the thing about the word performance is that it is a singular. <laughs> nope. Perform-I of the episode. Mm.
0: Elise! I think if I have to pick one of them, it's probably DeForest Kelly. He's the one who emotes the most, anyway. That's
1: true. That's How much a job. acting, however, is involved, is my question. Well, how much acting
0: were the other two doing? So <laughs> fair.
1: <laughs> we should actually give it to the stunt double who's yeah. pretending <laughs> to yeah. climb up that mountain. Yeah. Oh, I, you, how about you I, Yeah, I want to give it to fake Mandy Patinkin. Or Patinkin? Patinki, Patinkin. Patinkin? Cybok? Cybok. <laughs> he had a twinkle and for a long time I thought he was doing a very credible Mandy Potemkin <laughs> impression uh, <laughs> until he turned his head and it was like oh he has a completely different face that would be believe it or not Lawrence
2: Luckenbill.
1: I don't is that the character's <laughs> name Ari? that is the actor's name is it Ari? yes Luckinbill he's
2: in a bunch of things I've never heard of so good job Lawrence for getting a movie
1: okay so life lesson of the episode Ari uh, don't let anyone interrupt your
2: vacation
1: Huh, everything would have been fine. Huh, right? Because I'm pretty sure any captain, when they beam down to shit planet, would be like, "Oh no, we'll just nuke them from above." Mm-hmm. Good point, Ari. Mm-hmm. Kim, um, probably
3: you're never really alone <laughs>
2: <laughs> because
1: you oh, I've got have got a because you have friends. Once. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Always pack rocket boots. Never take off your rocket boots. There you go.
2: You go ahead. I'll wait for the next one. I love that bit so much. i oh, sorry. I just wrote, "I love them." Oh boy. Elise, your life lesson? Uh,
0: edit your script thoroughly before it goes into production. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Do you, do you do more than? Do five you have a minutes? life lesson from inside
1: the fourth <laughs> wall? Give you yourself more than five minutes to set up a shot. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> pretty much. Oh, geez. my favorite thing about how shitty this production was that I learned from Memory Alpha is that when they're camping, you don't see the tops of the trees because they didn't have time to construct the top of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> So there's oh, no wide my... shots.
0: <laughs> poor
3: shot
1: Oh, no. Poor, poor, poor shot <sighs> oh. Karine, what's your life lesson? <sighs> I mean, there's so much to be gleaned from this, but I think what I'm going to go with is God is dead. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Mm. Um, are your count? Uh-huh. I had to redo this count right before.
2: Okay, uh, 14 women, 5 women with speaking parts, 17 people of color, 5 people of color with speaking parts. Hmm. It's not awesome. This
1: is not a huge cast. It's not. No. no. We do see a lady Klingon, though, with kind of a bitching... Oh, she was amazing. Thing. Like yeah. When she impersonates Starfleet? Although yeah. yeah. Although
2: her makeup was... Oh, no. Yeah, was, that was, was so bad.
1: Very, very bad. So
2: bad. Yeah. That very was like... Bad, that bad. That episode... Oh, let this be your last battlefield. Bad. So bad. Which one was that one? The one where they laugh at the glowy balls? <laughs> With, like, the uncomfortable pseudo-rape scene in the hallway of the Lady Klingon. Oh. Yeah, it's really that bad. Oh, black, the blackface bad.
3: Yeah.
1: Huh. Kim, your account from this film?
3: Um, <clears throat> Okay, so, um, Sybok and God both die. So that's <laughs> two. But there was a bunch of battle scenes where people might have died, but it was unclear. So two, possibly more. Okay, yeah, that's pretty low. Mm. Yeah,
1: more than the last movie. Oh, and that little satellite that gave the R two D two. The oh, little Voyager satellite. What did it do to you?
2: It's well, space at junk. one
1: point, it got possessed by evil well, it computers and tried to
2: destroy the I'm world. I'm sure it's a different Voyager.
1: They're supposed to have it been killed. What? A lot of people already. i <laughs> <laughs> It killed <laughs> a lot of people. I am absolutely. It's not the same Voyager. Dad that that one, little sister,
0: though. Oh, orphan child.
2: Yeah, that Voyager was like there were at least six. We only have two. There were at least six in this universe. So that one didn't hurt anybody. It was just trying to do its job. Because the other ones on Cybertron. Probably not. It probably Earth wasn't even listening to it anymore. So it was just out there, still trying to do its job, sending messages back to Earth, and no one's answering. (laughs) And now no one ever will. Because it's dead. Because
0: it's
1: dead. Much like God. Yeah.
0: (laughs)
2: Hey, listeners, which is a title I bestow on you because you are, after all, still listening to me speak. If you like us, like Star Trek, like the show or any combination of the three, do us a favor and subscribe to and rate us on iTunes so that other people can like us, too. You can also tweet about us or tumble about us or whatever verb word that describes the social media platform of your choice. If it helps, we both like and appreciate you.